Good luck, everybody. So if you want to make sure you're muted, unless you're taking part, that would be really good. It's the 10th time we're meeting together like this. Shall I repeat that again? It's the 10th time. Isn't that great? Brilliant. Okay, few announcements before we have the time of worship together. Last Thursday, we held a church council meeting. So if if you went to the church council meeting or sent your apologies, you'd have had the minutes on Friday. There's a small amount of gardening to do at the front of the building. So if you're able to do anything like that in the next few days, can you talk to Colin about it? And uh, we'll get some of that organised. It's already been transformed from a week or so ago. But if you're available and you're in the Neaton, then can you ask Colin about that, please? We've got a prayer meeting this Wednesday. If you've not been on Zoom to the prayer meeting, it's brilliant. Thank you very much. It's brilliant. So, yes, come along and be part of that. Uh, next Sunday, we're not, we are going to meet together as normal, but most of the time is going to be spent watching a video which all the churches of the town have contributed to because it's Pentecost. So we thought, as the ministers in the town, it'd be great to have another ecumenical video. So we'll be doing that for most of the time next Sunday, but also we'll be praying and talking afterwards as well. So that's good. Because it's the last Sunday of uh, May, normally we'd be finishing our series on the best fashion. But because we've got an ecumenical uh, meeting next week, we're going to instead do it on the first Sunday in June. So we've got a a talk on the best fashion today and then the last one will be in two weeks time. Uh, Two more things. We've got the breakout rooms at the end again today. So if you want to join in, you're welcome to. If you don't want to join in, if um, it might seem rude, but if you want to leave within a few seconds of us finishing, then it's not. Then it's easy for those that are staying. They don't just end up with one person in the room because everyone else has gone. If you, if you can do that, that'd be good. The other thing is, last thing, we've got a different camera angle today, and mm. that's because I'm not playing the piano this morning. Yeah. Oh, um, that is um, the correct answer. Oh, what a shame. What are they supposed to say? Yeah. Well, they're all muted, so they can't say anything. Well, it's nice to see you face to face. Say that again. It's nice to see you face to face, like everybody else. Oh yeah, I, I, I play the piano every day. I can't help it, but I'm not playing the piano for all of you today. So, and the reason is, is because today many of our friends from YWAM are contributing instead. And so it's not me who's going to be leading the worship, but the Kims. Yay! Yay! So the Kims are going to lead our worship just now. Thank you, Sinjin. I can't see anybody. We can see you, Margaret. Have, have you had a look at the yeah. top of the look for the video? Touch the video. Okay, uh, good morning, everyone. Morning. You all hear me? Uh, which is the video now? I can't. Oh, uh, it's me, Sunjin. So, everyone, do you hear me? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Got it. So, we're going to start worship. But uh, I, I would like to pray before we worship. So, dear God, we just commit this time, and then I ask you to be with us, even though we are all uh, in our one uh, house or room. God, I pray that, that you bring us into your presence and that unite us with your spirit, and then give us hope and faith this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 
All across northern Japan, they felt it. A violent magnitude 9.0 earthquake on March 11, 2011. It was centered about 80 miles offshore and tsunami warnings went up immediately. In coastal cities, people knew what to do next, run to higher ground. It's from these vantage points on hills and in tall buildings that incredible footage was captured. In Kesanuma, people retreated to a high-rise rooftop and could only watch in horror as tsunami waves inundated their city, knocking buildings into rubble and mixing into a kind of tsunami soup filled with vehicles, building parts and contents. Seawater cascaded over sea. Uh, okay, we have just watched the video of tsunami that happened in 2011 in Japan. And that's one of the world's biggest tsunami. And then the Japan is still recovering from it. But after this uh, calamity, Japanese Christians, they made a song, worship song called Hanamo. The Hanamo means even the flower. So. They, uh, after this disaster, so many people, they started to question, what is my life? What is God? And then I heard that many people, they come to know the Lord. So God is in, uh, in the midst of this uh, disaster. And then uh, I, know, I know we are all in lockdown. And then uh, this corona thing I've never seen in my life. I, I know to most of us. So, but we still want to thank God and his greatness. And then through this time, many people will come to know the Lord. So 
what we're gonna sing is Japanese song. I don't expect that you could follow us because it's all language is Japanese and then this is quite a new song. So when we are uh, singing this song, in your heart and spirit, please be prayerful for this nation and for the world. And then please pray for anybody you know that they come to know the Lord. Even the lyrics is on the word and then you can meditate on it if you wish. Okay, one, two, go. Yvette. Do you want to unmute yourself, Yvette? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, I will read James 1, 2 to 5. This count it all joy, my brother, when you meet trials of various kind. Uh, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let the steadfastness have it full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. We all know we have different situations in our life and then I want to share this uh, word for, uh, with you as uh, in the time we pray for different uh, situations. God, we want to say thank you for your love. Thank you for everything you do in our life. We pray for the Muslim people that they have God's revelation in their heart. And thank you, God, for the answer to our prayers and the testimony of people receiving Jesus in their life during this time. God, we continue to pray for, for the, the people working in the hospital or supermarket or in any area of the society. We pray for protection and wisdom for them. 
We pray for our uh, NCF Church sisters and brothers for protection, provision, and good health. And we pray for the leadership team of our church, that God continue to give them wisdom, creativity, time, and the passion to continue to guide us during this difficult time. Amen. And I want to share a, a little video about the um, testimony of uh, one of the uh, friends uh, show us about uh, the answer to our prayer for the Muslim uh, people. For Yeah, I want to... Ishan, you can share this video, please? Especially in this time, we, we uh, talk about, uh, we pray for Ramadan. Hi, this is Hind. I am from Egypt. I am here to share my testimony with you. Uh, before I start, I would like to tell you some of the struggles I've been through before I know Jesus. I had so many questions about Christianity and uh, what they believe in. One of my friends, he... Uh, he helped me and he told me to read in the Bible and um, he already opened up himself for me to ask any questions and all my questions were answered. And then we started to read in the Bible part by part and all the parts I read I had so many questions and then I go back to my friend. Um, he started to give me all the answers about Christianity, who Jesus Christ, uh, how God treated the woman in, uh, in, in the Bible, uh, about forgiveness, about love, about peace. And then I started to get closer and closer to Christianity and to Jesus Christ himself. One day he told me, I think now we need to pray together. And so after we prayed together, I really feel that I am totally new person. I am newborn person. And I have shared that with my friend. And he told me this is a very good step for now, but we still need to continue, continue read and search in Bible. And after a while, I already took my decision to to become follower for uh, to Jesus Christ, and I've told my friend that uh, I took off my hijab as I I used to wear hijab uh, because I understood that uh, hijab is not the protection. The protection is in my heart by holding Jesus Christ, by believing in Jesus Christ. Whatever He done for me. The, he sacrificed himself for me, he gave me love, he gave me peace, he gave me forgiveness, and this is all what I need in my life. Okay, and this is a, encouraging you to continue to pray for a for the Muslim world, and then, yeah, our prayers always have um, yeah answer from God. God bless you all, and thank you very much. Have a good day. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna have a next song, the second song. All right. <laughs> Thank you. 
feeling that you have been defeated or you have been in depression because of no matter what circumstances you are in but Jesus he died on the cross but that was not the end of the defeat but that was the beginning of the victory so where while we are singing the chorus if you really want to declare that Jesus is risen the resurrection power is in you 
that you're not going to submit to the yoke of slavery. You're not going to give it up. And then would you please declare it in your spirit? crucified and you died on the cross so that you can give us a new life so that you can give us resurrection power so god i declare that every one of us we carry this power of resurrection we don't submit to anything but we submit to you alone so today god help us to really stand firm in our faith and then we still have the victory and then we we are hopeful because of what you have done for every one of us in jesus name i pray uh, good morning, everyone. Got our readings for today. Um, I'll be reading from three different passages this morning um, from the New American Standard Bible. Uh, the first one is Colossians 3, verses 12 to 14. Um, uh, so as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Uh, and the next Next reading is from Luke 15, uh, verses 20 to 24. Um, uh, so he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his, sand, on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fattened calf, kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found, and they began to celebrate. Uh, and finally, uh, John chapter 17, verses 
20 to 26. Uh, I do not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the, the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory which you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and love them, even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, and these have not these have known that you sent me, and I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you love me may be in them, and I in them. Amen. Hi everyone, um, thanks for the invite. Thank you, Pastor John, for... Inv- oh, sorry, excuse me. Oh, I just don't know when it's right to wear all this stuff, really. Hey, thank you for the invite, and it's great to be uh, among you. I love this um, best fashion theme that you've got going here, and I've, I've gone online and listened to some of this stuff. Fantastic, you know, you've been putting on an awful lot of stuff. I hope, I hope you haven't taken it off. I don't think the armour of God is meant to be taken off and on. I heard once, you, you put it on and you keep it on, uh, and, and whatever. But uh, I've enjoyed thoroughly what, what you're trying to do. Uh, I'm not really sure about me and fashion. I, I'm, it, it, the two words don't go together at all. I, I have the habit of putting on the smartest of clothes and making them look pretty drab, I think. Whereas... My wife, you know the people, my wife's in one of them where she can put on like maybe the plainest of clothes and they just look, they just look great, you know, just the way they hang and it floats and whatever. Uh, I've never really felt very at ease with fashion. Um, growing up in Africa, I, I, I was amazed. I was very impressed. I, I would see... Uh, Women and the, actually the men as well, emerging from very simple dwellings, immaculate for Sunday morning. A sun, Sunday church was a very dressy up kind of thing. I had no idea how people could emerge from where they were living with, you know, it was like Downton Abbey type starched collars and uh, and beautiful dress pressed stuff. I, I could never to this day work out how, how people could do that. In YWAM, we love our initials, and many of them, you'll know them, DTS and SBS and what they all stand for, PCYM. But I think you, you're NCF, you're pretty similar, you've got NCF going. I reckon maybe NCF stands for Nuneaton's Craziest Fashion. NCF, Nuneaton's Craziest Fashion, I think that's really the hidden agenda of this series you're doing, or how about you're becoming the new community of fashion? There's something in you. It's interesting, we Kennedys in the last couple of weeks, uh, unknown to the, uh, me coming and being involved in your theme, we're actually trying to simplify our wardrobes. We realize we've got so much clothes. So I've got some things hanging out behind me, if anyone's interested and keen in taking them off me. But um, we really are simplifying uh, we've got too much, as one of my colleagues up here, uh, Victor from India, always says. And, um, you know, so we're trying to trim down. We're pruning. You know, this is a reset time. You may have picked that up from, you know, teachers and people out there. It seems that God wants to use this time among us as a reset time. 
Some people use the, the, the gardening, the pruning. It's a time to make not so beautiful, you know, when you prune back a, a bush or whatever. But, um, you know, but going, the beauty is going to come if you take the care to lovingly prune. Uh, and Jesus says, my father's the gardener. And in, in, so in his love, he prunes us. What you're looking at, of course, are character things, isn't it? Um, and, I, and I know from the Colossians passage, that's our main passage today, get your Bibles ready at Colossians 3, we're, we're really looking at character stuff. And this is a reset time. It's a chance for we as God's people just to check in. And um, we'll come to that in a second. Thanks, Ian, for doing all the readings um, this morning from a distance, I believe. And Luke 15, we heard how the father treated his wayward boy. He treats his wayward boy by saying, bring out the best robe. Put the best one on him. And of course, it was the ring on his finger and sandals as well. But put the best robe on him. And your theme is the best fashion. Our, our father wants the best for us. He's, he is the wasteful prodigal father of that story. Because he, he sh- Jesus shocks his believer, his listeners, sorry. He shocks his listeners by, by the portrayal of a father who will accept his wayward son and treat him like that. It was astonishing. Absolutely astonishing. It was shocking. Over the top. OTT. Jesus said, don't worry about what you'll wear. And he points to the grass and, of course, what you eat. He looks at the birds of the air. He says, even King Solomon doesn't match the splendor of this grass, this this flower. Even Solomon in all his splendor. Matthew 6 verse 33 says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things are going to be added to you. I know already in some of your teaching and, and, and stuff, you've already been looking a lot at putting off, putting on. And um, Colossians says it again, it's, a, it's about put to death the old old ways and habits, um, not part of, of the new kingdom people. Um, you know, it, put on the new ways of thinking. Look what you've come from and look what he's done. Look how he loves you. And... Um, I just get a sense, NCF, this is a time in the reset to move on. There's a moving on that the Lord has for you and in, in your, your life together. And so would you put on this stuff together because of the days that are coming? Compassion, deeply moved in your innermost being, in your guts, literally in your bowels, if I can say that properly with my Scots accent. You know, Jesus' heart is moved. He sees that the sheep, that people are like sheep, helpless, harassed, and without a shepherd. Many times we're seeing Jesus moved with the compassion of the Father and Spirit in him. It's time for us to be like Jesus. Put on kindness. It's more than just a, doing something nice once in a while. This word Christotis means it's the inclination of a person's character. It's how you're wired. When the Spirit works in us, we begin doing kind deeds because we are kind. We're not just having to try and, and, and just do it. It's genuine. It's an overflow of our hearts. Humility. It, 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 humility starts, it begins with loving God. And walking humbly with him, Micah 6, 8, and, and loving others, being humble with others. But it's seeing ourselves with clear eyes. I, I think being humble is seeing ourselves with clear eyes. It's not comparing yourself with others, which is a huge occupation of our culture. You know, godly people, godly people seem to exude this contentment. They're at home in the skin that they live in. They're seeing themselves in relation to how Father God, Daddy God sees them. The Word of God says we're loved. We're loved. Would, you, would we receive that? It's a great lesson of Jesus loving people at the Last Supper. The greatest is those of you who will become the least serving others. 
I, I heard a great um, thing that to be humble is, is to put on a cloak of invisibility. The enemy doesn't like hum- humility. He likes pride. The enemy is drawn to pride. He can tempt pride. He, he can work with pride. It's a currency of the, of the kingdom of darkness. Humility is not. It's a currency of the kingdom of heaven. If you put on humility, it makes you invisible almost. It puts you under the radar of the enemy. And you can go in behind the enemy lines. Because a humble person is like that. And we need to move in the opposite spirit these days. Uh, There's so much pride around. We need to be people that put the invisibility cloak um, on ourselves. Gentleness, biblical gentleness is more than tenderness or softness. It, It starts from a submission to God and it manifests as a submission attitude to others. Gentleness is certainly not about winning the argument. <laughs> it's one of my faults. Gentleness is not like that, actually. The Greek word proutes, the Greek word translated gentleness, means to submit one's strength in a posture of weakness. You know, there's a strength, but that strength allows us to be weak and to prefer one another and let, let them win, as it were. Listen to them. Patience. Um, macrothumia is the Greek word here, and it means to have a long fuse, to be long-suffering. Uh, and, and it's the forbearing one another, which is the next part of, of, of our passage today. Long-suffering. Whoa. Um, I, I'm pretty patient with people, I think. Uh, I'm less patient. I I used to do a lot of urban youth work with the most difficult young people on the streets, particularly up in Glasgow. I've learned to be patient, I think, with people. Um, But but I I struggle more with patience with circumstances, um, patient endurance, maybe in a sickness or an illness. Um, That's harder. I want it now. I I want revival now. I I want things. I want the change to come now. Uh, I'm less patient in the circumstances of life. I'm not sure where you are. What do you need to put on most out of those five areas? And um, take a moment to think about that. We're going to now move on into the next part of loving uh, and forgiving one another. Okay, uh, we're back to sing the worship song again, but one of the main uh, things um, for this morning worship is that uh, we, the faith and hope, we as a God, uh, man, man and woman of God, we continuously, we hold on to the faith and hope that God is going to uh, deliver us and that God is going to show his glory more and more. So actually, uh, I chose this song as a prayer as well. So prayerfully, you kind of think about the nation uh, nations even, uh, then, then let's declare this song. There is no one. There is no one. 
Welcome back, everyone. I'm, I'm so enjoying just worship led by Sinjin and David. Thank you very much, guys. We're just looking at that word patience there, and it means long-suffering, having a long fuse, and it leads right into bear with one another. It's forbearance. It, it links in with all that we've looked at. Forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. How long does it take for you to forgive someone? A minute, three days, three weeks? Or how long does it take for you to go and ask for forgiveness? I remember years ago I lied to, to a leader and uh, it took me three days on that particular occasion to go and confess my sin. It was the longest three days of my life. What a waste of time and energy. Sin is, isn't it? What a waste of time and energy. How long is your turnaround time? I think the ministry that I've grown up in the last few years now, called Kingsley's International, has taught me a lot about this whole area of forgiving. We've got something in our ministry called heart prep, or heart preparation. And um, it's a wonderful thing. I think every church should do it. And I once heard a pastor say to me, Andy, if every church in the land did this, there would be revival. And we want that. He noticed young people and children and adults I'd taken them on a mission trip to Iceland, uh, and we were, we were in a whole month, and we were learning values, and one of them was how to keep short accounts with each other, every day going and asking forgiveness. And, and we would just bow our heads and ask the Holy Spirit, is there anyone I need to um, be forgiven by, or I, someone I need to go and extend forgiveness to? 
Um, Matthew 18 says it's my responsibility. I don't wait. I take the initiative to go and check in. And, and this pastor, a friend of mine that I was working with, I was on staff as the youth pastor uh, way back there in Glasgow. His name was Edwin. He was noticing before the service was starting, people going to each other, chit-chat. And it, it could look in some ways that people were just chit-chatting. But I said, ah, Edwin, I know what they're doing. Before the worship starts and the service starts, they're just checking in with each other. They're just making sure that they're right with each other. They're reconciling with each other. They're saying sorry. They're, and he went, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, oh, we, we want everyone to do that. And then he was on board, you know. It wasn't just chit-chat that was annoying. This was godly chat as they were going to really make up with each other. Guys, in our, in our churches, we, we need to be fast to keep the unity in the bond of peace. We need to be fast to phone or text or call around or at the end of a, a church service in the cafe when we connect to it. We say, would you forgive me? Or I've had a reserve towards you. I've had an attitude, whatever. So that's part of putting on this stuff. It's part of the putting on. I, I love the way, the, uh, I hadn't seen this actually until looking for, for this little sharing time with you. And it says, and over all these virtues, put on love, put on agape. Ah, oh, it, it's, it's on top of some of this stuff. It's on top of, I've got one of my little favorite jackets here. So I'll just put this on. And it's like, on top of what you have already done, put on something. Put, put on something over it. And in his analogy, it's put on love. And you may have missed something on the inside, but put on love, put on agape. And because you've been agapated, as he starts verse, verse 12, now would you also agapate others? Would you agape first brothers and sisters in your, in your fellowship, and your close families, of course, but would you agape those in Milby, and Nicholas Park Estate, and across town, in different parts of other neighbourhoods as well? Guys, we have a real challenge after this reset time, isn't it? How will we be known? Will we be known as the Fellowship of Agape, as the people who love unconditionally, and put no ties to it, who love without limit, who put the best robe on you when you come into the, the church um, community, as it were, and you receive the worst of sinners back, and we, we're treated, they're treated just like the Father has treated us, not like the older brother <laughs> um, attitude, but like Dad himself. Now, NCF and Andy, would we be like that? Would we put on all these virtues, their character stuff? He wants to grow the fruit of of spirit. He wants to make us like Jesus. Shall we pray? Father, only by knowing your love will we be changed from the inside and it will become manifest and outwardly visible. Lord, would Lord, show us which of these five we could work on in this next season and, and above all, help us to be uh, putting on love, agape, individually and together. May we become a fellowship known for how we forgive each other very quickly. We go and make up with each other and because we know that brings joy to your heart. Amen. Go and bring joy to God's heart. Go and love others with much agape. Love them wastefully. Love them unconditionally and generously. Be blessed. Thank you. Come and help me as I simplify my wardrobe. See you soon. Bye. Okay, the song we're going to sing, next song, the chorus is coming from Genesis, uh, where the Joseph was sold into slave because of his brothers. And then, but this is a confession that even what the enemy means for evil is turning for our good. So as Andy shared, maybe you can think about God's character, God's love, especially if you have been really hugely damaged or brokenhearted because of people or whatever. And now uh, it's a time to really think about reconciliation or forgiveness. Only through God's thinking about God's grace and mercy. Okay. What the enemy means for evil, turn it to our good. Turn it to our good.
Because Closing prayer, then, Sinjin, please. Yeah, God, thank you so much for the assurance that we have that the, the Messiah, the Savior, is with us. No matter we are going through the valleys or no matter we are going through the waters, I know that you are with us and that your assurance and your victory is always with us, God. So we glorify your name who is far above heaven and who is overlooking us, who is everlasting God, who is delivering and healing and restoring us. In Jesus' name I pray, help us to look up to you and fix our eyes on you and then stand firm and then we will pray for the restoration and deliverance, God, amongst us or even for the nations out there. The, our God is good God. There is none like you. So you are a great God. You are a loving Father. You are a loving friend to us. So we worship you. We honor you. And we exalt your name, God. I pray that you just cover us with the blood and then help us to really stay firm in our mind, in our emotion, in our spirit, even, even physically before you, God. I pray for the blessing for every one of us, the NCF people. Would you please 
uh, be with us throughout the week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you so much. That's been great this morning. Uh, we're all on unmute now so we can talk. Uh, we're going to start the breakout rooms in about 20 seconds. So if you don't want to be part of it, if you want to leave us in the next sort of 15 seconds or so, that would be great. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye, then. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Yeah. Mark Malkin. Oh, it's your own. Yeah.